Hello and welcome to Rooted and Unwithered. I'm Cole Newton. And the following is a continuation of our meditations through the New City Catechism. And so this is question 24, which asks, Why was it necessary for Christ the Redeemer to die? And the answer, Christ died willingly in our place to deliver us from the power and penalty of sin and to bring us back to God. Was the cross really necessary? Now, behind this question lies the the necessity of atonement, which is the idea of repairing or satisfying a wrong that has been committed. While church history has produced numerous theories for how Christ's suffering and death atoned for our sins, all Christians must agree that Jesus did atone for our sins by his crucifixion. Paul wrote to the Corinthians, For I delivered to you, as of first importance, what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures. That's 1 Corinthians 15.3. The death of Jesus as reparation for our sins is of first importance to the Christian faith. This truth cannot be negotiated or removed without the entire message of Christianity collapsing into pieces. Jesus came to give his life as a ransom for many. So without faith in the atoning death of Christ, one cannot truly be a Christian. But what then does it mean to believe in the atoning death of Christ? First, a proper understanding of sin is required. Many branches of Christianity debate the extent of sin's corruption, yet every Christian must acknowledge that our sin has severed our communion with God beyond repair. Our act of choice to disobey the Most High removes us from His presence and eternal life in Him. Further, we must also affirm that our own inability to undo the effects of sin, we reject Christ's death as being merely an example for pointing us down the path for reuniting with God. Such a stance views Jesus as nothing more than a spiritual guru showing us the way. It forces Christianity to become Western Buddhism, But Jesus did not come to make us enlightened. He came to restore our lost communion with the Father. We were utterly incapable of crossing the chasm between us and God caused by our sin. But Jesus did that very thing for us. Therefore, every Christian must recognize that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures. The theory of Penal substitution, I believe, gives the most encompassing view of how the scriptures present Jesus' payment for our sins. For instance, Isaiah 53 is one of the clearest teachings on the crucifixion in the scriptures, even though Isaiah lived 700 years before Christ. Verses 4 through 6 could almost serve as a definition of penal substitution, saying, Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his wounds we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. You see, our sin is an act of cosmic treason against God. Therefore, each sin requires a just retribution by God. To do anything else would make God unjust. Jesus, however, gives himself in substitution for us. And this is what's meant by penal substitution. Jesus took the penalty of our sins upon himself, satisfying the justice of God in our place. Or we could simply quote the, the words of Isaiah once more. He, he was crushed for our iniquities. Unfortunately, some argue that this view of atonement is nothing more than divine child abuse. Indeed, We should, seeing as 
Isaiah chapter 53 verse 10 says it was the will of Yahweh to crush him. But the Father did not send Jesus as an unwilling sacrifice. As said already, Jesus came to give himself as a ransom for us. And further, Jesus claimed, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. No one takes it, that is his life, from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. That's John chapter 10, verses 11 and 18. The plan to rescue us from our sins was a deliberate and loving act of the triune God. So why then did Jesus suffer the humiliating death on a cross? Christ died willingly in our place to deliver us from the power and penalty of sin and to bring us back to God. Thank you so much for listening. For more resources for knowing and loving God's word, please visit bcnewton.co. And until next time, grace and peace.